Jerry is joining us right here on DFW Sports Station after the impromptu call in the Ben and Skin on Friday while being stuck in that tollway traffic. It was a classic call in. I'm listening to Steven, and all of a sudden, from up above, Jerry drops in to Ben and Skin. Good morning, Jerry. How are you? Hey, good morning, guys. And uh, uh, it was, uh, I'd like to uh, uh, go back and be in that car on Friday and be having that fun and still got this game ahead of us. Mm-hmm. We uh, uh, probably would, uh, uh, I know we'd learn from having played the game, but uh, I'd just like to have a few uh, uh, good do-overs in that game, but who wouldn't? Uh, Jerry, I know one do-over that you mentioned you'd like to have is the fourth down decision to punt. Uh, let's you know, let's go ahead and get your thoughts on the punt there. Well, I'm I'm not going to. Uh, I'm not. I've said that, and then probably said too much after I said that. But uh, I don't want to second guess that call. There really are good arguments on both sides of the ball about what to do or not to do there, and. Uh, 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 we know how it works. If it uh, pans out for you, then uh, uh, you get a lot of pats on the back. And if it doesn't, then that's what you're paid to do, make those hard calls. And uh, I've I've visited with coaches before and uh, uh, had them talk about the, sometimes the pressure that is there. And uh, I'll say, well, you know, everybody listening and watching has got a lot of pressure too. Uh they may be headed to the bank and uh, uh, expected to pay a note off and uh, pay a, uh, to the uh, savings and loan and pay the note off, and they need more money and going to ask for more money. That's pressure. So uh, everybody's got pressure. Jerry, Jason said he uh, had a conversation with you uh, about the fourth down play, uh, explaining the, the thought process behind it. What explanation did he give? Well, I, I won't get into the, the specifics. We did have a... Uh, good visit about that and uh, uh, I've had uh, frankly a good visit about that with uh, several that I think uh, that we uh, do that that's not uncommon at all to discuss uh, decisions to play uh, every aspect of it uh, in a formal and informal way so yeah we had a good visit about it but like I said there's uh, you can give some reasons for kicking there Jerry, you've always been known as, you know, forward-thinking, progressive. You never stop evolving um, and aggressive. So it's just kind of weird for us to see this team so far not seem to be that aggressive. There's been issues about, you know, um, you know, forward-thinking schemes offensively going for it on these fourth downs. Is it is it unusual for you as, as an aggressive guy to uh, maybe not see that play out with your football team to start off this year? Not really. Uh, what you don't see are a lot of decisions that I'm involved in and make that are not aggressive. And uh, there are a lot of them. And so uh, uh, you, you've um, really got to understand uh, every time on a decision, uh, you have to understand that nobody uh, makes the right call but about 50% of the time. And nobody makes the call. The results may show a different percentage, but uh, maybe 50% of the time in most things. And uh, on most things, when you get a chance, uh, it's when you've made the wrong call that you pull it up as quickly as you can or let the right call uh, go as long as you can and go in the right, that direction. That's the key, to, in my mind, of managing. But... Um, uh, 
you know, one of the problems with uh, a call is uh, uh, if it gets uh, in this particular case, that we all know that on either decision, a big play, a real bad play, uh, ruins the strategy. And that's exactly what happened. They stepped out and made a bad play. And, uh, we did, and uh, they made the great play with the pass. And, uh, that'll, that'll ruin your, uh, your odds as well as your day or night. Jerry Jones joining us, brought to you by Ford every Tuesday at 8.30 with Sean and RJ. So, Jerry, you guys are averaging 16 points a game. Uh, does it feel like something drastic has to change on offense? How, why do you believe that the pieces are still there to be that much better? And when do you kind of come to the realization uh, that, that maybe the pieces aren't there before it's too late? Well, uh, first of all, uh, you the, the, the uh, decision-making area is not one that you can uh, go out, even if you wanted to, and remake your team personnel-wise. Yeah. Uh, uh, the things you do are usually numerous in football. Uh, football involves a lot of repetition because the more you repeat, the uh, more you practice it, so to speak, the better you can get at uh, the execution that's involved. Uh, uh, football is definitely reassessing uh, almost every day and uh, adjusting because you have uh, injury situations that you got to deal with continually. And yes, you do have uh, in pro football, you have uh, a continuous flow of the talent level of players because it's a you, you want to have younger player or players coming on, and you know that sometimes. Uh, uh, the, the real veteran players, uh, you have to evaluate their talent level because of NFL football season is almost two and a half college seasons long. And you have to adjust. It is, it is not the same, almost the same year or the same time frame from the day you went to training camp from the time that you, if you're in the playoffs, you get a chance to be a team. So bottom line is, yes, you continually assess, you continually adjust. The old adage that if you're not going forward, you're going backward is, in my mind, very true. All of these seem trite, but that is what you do. It's the uh, little things. By the way, you don't need wake-up calls. You really, uh, you really should be acting like you've, uh, or, or, or working like, or have the intensity as though uh, if uh, even if you're coming off of elation and a special win. You better act like that you uh, almost lost and get to work and get ready for the next guy, in our case, Jacksonville. Jerry, we are approaching a full calendar year since this offense was really humming, uh, which is you know right after Zeke uh, you know went uh, down with suspension last year. Is Dak playing good football? Well, let me say this. He did some things that kept us in that game the other day. Uh, if, if it weren't for some of the plays that uh, he was able to make, that uh, the one obvious one to talk about is the great uh, uh, play that he made downfield. And he was taking that ball from his left to his right hand to his left hand to try to get it in position to get it out. Uh, but we, I am firmly, uh, firmly in the corner that uh, we've got a quarterback that we can build with and have for years to come in Dak Prescott. Make no mistake about it. Uh, I think he gives us, 
is one of the reasons why we have a real chance not to be having too many morning calls like this. So, uh, yes, I think he's continued to improve. Uh, it's uh, it's uh, uh, quite a circuitous road in the NFL. I can't tell you the times uh, that uh, I have been on uh, this 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 call this time of the, this Tuesday morning after we played on Sunday defending Tony Romo. And so it's always it's always when you don't get accomplished, which is winning, what you want to do. There's going to always be a lot of second guessing, and so far we've talked about two of them that get the most second guessing: the head coach and the quarterback. Jerry Jones uh, on the BuyerSafety.com hotline, brought to you by Ford. Speaking of uh, second guessing, have you guys done that with the wide receiver evaluation? Uh, we know you guys have shut down Dez. That's nonstop talk. Uh, but not having that true number one, you talked about it uh, after the game the other day. You'd like to find that true number one, but uh, how do you feel about this current group of wideouts that you guys evaluated? Well, we 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 uh, uh, first of all, uh, a true number one. You saw one the other night. You see Julio Jones. You see players like that. Yeah. They're they're in my mind. Uh, every team doesn't have a true number one receiver when you put it in that class. Those guys, it just absolutely can change the ball game with where they with where they are, uh, and that hasn't been our case for uh, several years here. That we've had a true number one, not a true number one, and uh, those guys uh, uh, are 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 would like to have had one, like to have one, but we haven't. And so, uh, having said that. We do have numbers of receivers, and each one of them brings something to the table for us. And uh, uh, we uh, can have, if you will, the luxury, but also have the challenge of continuing to see uh, if, in fact, uh, uh, one, two, three receivers will really become indispensable to uh, to our playing. Uh, obviously, Beasley has a has um, uh, things that he can do for our offense that are very unique. Uh, we certainly do miss uh, uh, the uh, pass option play that uh, uh, we did with Romo and Whitten, or we did with Jack and Whitten. We missed that. We're trying to get that in, in other ways. But uh, without... without uh, uh, basically, uh, having the answer you just asked for, we still have guys that, in their way, can <clears throat> make the plays for us, and we're continuing to uh, uh, work the passing game. Obviously, we do need to uh, get better in the passing game. Uh, so, Jerry, last thing on the passing game, you said you guys haven't had that that true number one option for years. You didn't. You don't consider Des to be that. You didn't. That's not. That exact. What I'm saying is that uh, uh, when you just absolutely, uh, where where did they go to the other night when they had to have it when it was all on the line? Hopkins. And that's where you, that's where you went to, and uh, you see that if you team that up, but you can go down to Atlanta with Julio, you can go uh, uh, around to four or five different teams. But you look around the league, and I'm I'm basically giving you my identif- my uh, definition of a number one receiver. And it is Julio Jones. It is the guy we played the other night. It is 
those are the guys. They're not but about a handful of those in the NFL. Jerry, let's talk about guys on the other side that like really jumped off the screen, and that was Jalen Smith and, and Leighton Vander Esch. How did you feel about their play at linebacker the other night, and, and how excited are you moving forward with them? Normally, when I would see a game and see how their number 55 played the other night, long, uh, had, a lot of, uh, uh, had a lot of range, and uh, boy, did he play a game. And he was there every time he looked up with Zeke. Or he was really uh, covering that parameter and plus giving him some help uh, in, the, in the passing game. Normally when I see a player like that, I get wistful. Uh, we have those, and I mentioned those. We have that in uh, Van Rich and we have it in Smith. And uh, the, we also have that in Sean Lee, which in his case will be on the field, I think, uh, pretty soon. With that in mind, uh, I think it's one of the strengths of our team. I think our front seven uh, has a chance uh, as we go into the next quarter of the season. I think our front seven uh, is a strength. And I uh, hope to get a Woozy back out there. We missed him the other night in his school with, without his limitation. And uh, keep Byron Jones playing good. And I've got a, a lot of promise in my mind for this defense. I know you mentioned Sean Lee. What do you think the chances of uh, him and David Irving would be uh, both playing this Sunday? I think uh, they're good, uh, but uh, it's iffy. Uh, but uh, both play. Uh, but I think there's a real good chance one or the other will be on the field. And, and I don't want to rule out both, but uh, that may be a little optimistic on Sean Lee. How surprised were you, Jerry, that David wasn't able to go against the Texans after practicing some uh, the week before? Not he, he practiced the one day. He's in good. He's in, uh, uh, I think, better shape than than uh, you might have thought. Not having played in uh, since he's played, and um, uh, so uh, uh, he had the one day. But he had some uh, real uh, important, important, and justifiable issues that kept him from practicing the rest of the week. And uh, it was just better that he didn't. Uh, he took care of those. For uh, we thought that's where his attention needed to be. Uh, I do think uh, that he's wrapped that up, and uh, we should have it. Jerry Jones, every Tuesday, Sean and RJ, 105.3 The Fan. Last thing, Jerry, uh, and, and Gary Myers is someone we think you know uh, pretty well. He's got a book coming out today, um, and we're going to have him on the show tomorrow. And in it, he writes that Jerry Jones is averse to starting over with a new coach. He's averse to starting over. Uh, would you like to give any type of response to what Gary had to write? No, I think Gary uh, has a good read. We've known each other for years. He was there during those early years when I first became involved with the Cowboys as far back as the early 90s. Uh, but over the years, we've kept a good relationship. I really enjoyed the time we spent as he was writing the book and uh, I uh, have not read the book and have not read how it was written, but uh, I would be uh, surprised if he didn't have a good read for anything he wrote in the book. Jerry, we appreciate it as always. Thank you for the time, and we'll uh, maybe hear you twice on Friday, once with G-Bag and maybe again with Ben and Skin. <laughs> Thank you for the time. I started to say, you guys are great, and uh, man, let's have a better Tuesday next year. <laughs> Jerry, right. thanks, for, uh, thanks for answering the questions as always. You're the best. Thank you. Thank you.
Jerry Jones.